um, on Romans 15. So we've got two more chapters of Romans to do. Um, I am going to um, share a, uh, a prayer. Father, we just thank you. We just praise your holy name. We pray that you will be with us, Lord, and that you would help um, our brothers and sisters, Father, understand um, and embrace each other's differences, Father, and um, glorify you in unity. In Jesus' name, amen. So, 15 verse 1. Now, we who are strong ought to bear the weaknesses of those without strength and not just please ourselves. Each of us is to please his neighbor for his, for his good, to his edification, for even Christ did not please himself. But as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproach you fell on me. Right? So what we are actually called to do, so we're back to the weaker um, and stronger brother. Um, and, and as I said, the weaker and stronger brother is not um, in terms of physical strength. It's, um, it's a spiritual strength. So those without strength and not just please ourselves. Now we who are strong ought to bear the weaknesses each of us is to please his neighbor for his good to his edification. So if I, um, if I am stronger in faith than, than someone else who is less strong than me, I'm not supposed to flaunt that over someone. I am supposed to use that strength to help my brother. Jesus said, to whom much is given, much is required. Here is that scripture is very fitting for this uh, point. Verse four, for whatever was written in earlier times was written for our instruction so that through perseverance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. Now may the God who gives perseverance and encouragement grant to you to be of the same mind with one another according to Christ Jesus, so that with one accord you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So what we are called to do, regardless of these differences that we have, the whole goal of all believers is to glorify God in unity right to glorify god in unity regardless of the differences of course there's going to be worldly differences there's socioeconomic differences there are ethnic differences there are differences in gifts that are being given by god the enemy wants all of those things to be used as hindrances to unity, Paul is saying here that all of those things are to be utilized as actual uh, instruments that bring unity together 
with the sole mission of glorifying God altogether. So it's uniqueness in unity. Verse 7, therefore accept one another just as Christ also accepted us to the glory of God. For I say that Christ has become a servant to the circumcision on behalf of the truth of God. Circumcision is just the Jews. On behalf of the truth of God to confirm the promises given to the fathers. And for the Gentiles to glorify God for his mercy as it is written. So the um, let me go through this and I'll say Therefore, I will give praise to you among the Gentiles, and I will sing to your name. Again, he says, rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, and let all the peoples praise him. Again, Isaiah says, there, there shall come the root of Jesse, and he who arises to rule over the Gentiles. In him shall the Gentiles hope. So essentially, what this is saying here is two purposes of Jesus' ministry. Verse 8, for I say that Christ has become a servant to the circumcision on behalf of the truth of God to confirm the promises given to the Father. So Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were given these promises, right, that this uh, Messiah would come. And then also the second purpose of that ministry of Jesus is so that the Gentiles would come to a saving knowledge of Christ and that the Gentiles would give glory to God through the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 13, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So what does that mean? It means that there is never a situation where any believer doesn't have hope. In fact, the power of the Holy Spirit brings hope to you. You are never ever in a hopeless situation because of the power of the Holy Spirit. If you feel hopeless about something, you are misinterpreting the situation because God is the one that brings hope. Look what it calls him, the God of hope. Fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. You do not get hope from situations. You get hope from God, really. You don't get hope from situations. You don't manufacture your own hope. Wow, let me tell you something. You would blow up. You'd be all over eBay Amazon, if you could manufacture your own hope, really, I'm telling you, really, you will be in demand. You cannot. Trust me. It has to come from God. And concerning you, verse 13, my brethren, I myself also, I am convinced that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge and are able to admonish one another because they are filled with the Holy Spirit. Paul is saying this, right, that they're able to encourage one another. But I have written very boldly on some point, so as to remind you again, because of the grace that was given me from God to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles, ministering as a priest, the gospel of God, so that 
my offering of the Gentiles may come acceptable, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Paul is talking about his ministry to the Gentiles was to him, was an offering to God. This is in line with, with Jesus's ministry. Uh, Jesus' ministry was to so that the Gentiles will give glory to God. What is Paul saying here? Paul is saying he's an instrument of that, of Jesus' ministry. Therefore, in Christ Jesus, I have found reason for boasting in things. Understand, he said in Christ Jesus. He didn't say in himself. I have found reason for boasting in things pertaining to God. For I will not presume to speak of anything except that Christ has accomplished through me, resulting in the obedience of the Gentiles by word and deed. Don't forget Paul's gospel. Paul was one of the first person that took this message of the gospel to the Gentiles. Everybody who is a Gentile here, I think most people are Gentiles here, meaning non-Jews, are essentially a part of the posterity that Paul left behind, and that's in ministering to the Gentiles, in the power of signs and wonders, in the power of the Spirit, so that from Jerusalem and round about as far as uh, um, Ilicrum, I have fully preached the gospel of Christ, and thus I aspire to preach the gospel, not where Christ was already named, so that I would not build on another man's foundation, but as it is written, they who had no news of him shall see, and they who have not heard shall understand. So Paul is continuing with this whole thing that Jesus' ministry was to take the gospel to the Gentiles. For this reason, I have often been prevented from coming to you, but now with no further place for me in these regions, and since I have, I have had for many years a longing to come to you, whenever I go to Spain, he's talking about his uh, second missionary journey. For I hope to see you, uh, that's going to Spain, and to be helped on my way there by you when I have first enjoyed uh, uh, company for a while. And so this was before 70 AD. So the 70 AD, um, so this was before 70 AD. So 70 AD is when the Jews from Jerusalem, um, when the first diaspora went, when the Jews we know now who were in Europe at the time of Hitler, it was in 70 AD after this destruction of the temple that that first diaspora occurred. Um, so there was no Jews in Europe at this time. So essentially, Paul is talking about going to Spain to minister to the gospel to the uh, Gentiles. I am going to Jerusalem, serving the saints from Macedonia and Achaia, and I'm pleased to make a contribution for the poor amongst the saints in Jerusalem. Paul is also raising money as well for his missionary journeys in this uh, book. Yes, they were pleased to do so, and they are indebted to them. 
For if the Gentiles are shared in their spiritual things, they are indebted to minister to them also in material things. See, he's talking about the material things, offerings. Therefore, when I have finished this and I put my seal on this fruit of theirs, I will go on by way of you to Spain. I know that when I come to you, I will come in the fullness of the blessings of Christ. Now I urge you, brethren, by our Lord Jesus Christ, by the love of the Spirit, to strive together with me in your prayers to God for me, that I may be rescued from those who are disobedient in Judea, and that my service for Jerusalem may prove acceptable to the saints, so that I may come to you in joy by the will of God and find a refreshing rest in your company. Now the God of peace be with you all. Amen. So what Paul is essentially doing now, he's winding down this letter. I read through this letter fast because there's not a lot of, um, don't get me wrong, I don't want to say this, there's not a lot of teaching theology um, here. He is he's more um, talking about logistics, going to Spain, raising money, that kind of thing for this journey. And also um, about his mission to the Gentiles. Right, so and on 16, we are, chapter 16, which is our last chapter, which we'll finish next week. Not a lot of teaching theology, right? There's a lot of logistical things um, going on in verse 16. So I'll go through that quickly. But may the God of all hope, loads of theology here, verse 13. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So where does hope come from? It comes from the insight. This is what we all should want, is to be filled with this hope, the God of hope, fill us with joy and peace in believing so that you will abound in hope, so that you will have abundant hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. One place to never ever want to get to in life is a place of hopelessness, right? We should never ever ever want to get there in life. And the way to ensure that we don't get there is to trust in this God of hope who fills us full of joy and give, gives us abounding hope. When people break down, it's because they lost hope. Really, they lost hope. Not because they lost money. There's people who break down who got loads of money. It's because they lost hope. Not because they lost a job, it's because they lost hope. And don't get me wrong, losing these things, if you've lost hope because you've lost these things, then you're hoping in the wrong place. You are hoping in the wrong place because the hope comes from something that you can't lose, and that's God. So if you're breaking down, right, because of losing a job, 
because of losing anything but God, then your hope is in the wrong place. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy. That's how you get filled with joy. If we are still looking to derive joy from external things, you know what? It's an impossible process. It's impossible. It was never meant to give us joy. External things were meant to give us a convenience. Really, that is it. Not joy. Not at all. We have made thing a convenience. People, I got to tell you something now. People were not meant to give us joy or happiness. People are God's instrument and children of God who we share our joy with. We don't derive it from them. We don't because they can't manufacture joy. We share it with them, right? We get it from God. God is like the power source. He is like the power source. We get charged up with this joy and this hope, and then we have hope for living. When you have the hope on the inside, it doesn't matter about the disappointments on the outside because the hope on the inside eclipses those disappointments on the outside. We have to understand because many people go through life looking for hope and joy in the wrong things, really, and eventually end up getting frustrated because it's not meant to be derived from those things. Most things on the outside, the outside of God are a convenience. They're not meant to bring hope. These kids who are looking for hope and joy out of getting a new phone, it's not going to last long, really. It was not meant, we're talking about a convenience. So we are gonna start, we are gonna start um, these prayer points. So I'm gonna start the prayer points. And the first prayer point is this, Lord God, give me the grace to look to you for my hope. Give me the grace to look to you for my hope. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord God. We praise your holy name. We pray, Father, that you will give us the grace, Lord God, to look to you for our hope, Lord God. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Lord God, give me the grace to find joy in you, Lord God. Give me the grace to find joy in you. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord God. We praise your holy name. We pray, Lord God, that you will give us the grace to find joy in you, Lord Find joy in you, Lord God, and nowhere else, Lord, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 
Lord God, give me the grace, Lord God, to not be disappointed anymore. You know, you know when you get disappointed, you know what happens? Something hasn't met your expectations. But a lot of times expectations don't get met because they weren't supposed to get met in that way, right? Really, they were not. People are going to disappoint you. Expect that, and not intentionally. There are people who are gonna disappoint you with, with well-meaning intentions. But the expectations that you have that will always get met should always be in God. Not one person, even your own parents, can't say, I will never leave you nor forsake you. No, because they don't have any control over that. None of us know how long we've got. So it could be well-meaning that, yeah, I want to be there for you, but I may not be able to. And a lot of people have been getting these unmet expectations because they've been expecting too much from people who are limited in coming through with those expectations. That's why all of our expectations should be in God. So Lord God, give me the grace to stop putting my expectations in people and put them in you. Because here's the thing, is that when you put them in God, God will come through in a way where the expectations won't get met. But when you put them in people, it's almost like you're making people your God. And you are ascribing to people unlimited power that they don't have, that only God has. So let's pray this prayer. Lord God, give me the grace to stop putting my expectations in people and put them in you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Father, we just thank you, Lord God. Father, we praise your holy name. Father, I pray that you will give me the grace, Lord God, to not put my expectations in people, but to put them in you, Father, Lord. I ask in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Lord God, give me the grace to be a community uniter and not a divider. You know, over the past several years, you know, we've seen people in, in the public square be incredibly divisive. You know, you know, you know what I know, you know what I know that something or someone is not of God whenever it is, is when they're divisive. When they are divisive, God brings unity, really. He brings differences together. And if you want to listen, we know that many people have erroneous beliefs, but if you want to change it, you don't change it by insulting people. You change it by accepting people, and then you actually work to change those people. The Great Commission is go all around the world and make disciples, not go all around the world and divide people up. No. 
Anybody who is divisive is not of God. I don't care. It comes in the form of politics, celebrities. They are not of God. I'm telling you right now. It doesn't matter what they say. They're not. God, give me the grace to be a community uniter and not a community divider. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord. We praise your holy name, Lord God Jesus. We pray, Father, Lord God, that you will give us the grace to be community uniters, Lord God, and not community dividers, Father, Lord. We ask in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Do you know the greatest fulfillment anyone can have is when they realize their potential. So here's the next prayer point. It's Lord God, Give me the grace that the unrealized potential that you've put in me will be fulfilled in Jesus' name. Unrealized potential is like an itch inside of you. There's a great movie called The Seven-Year Itch, right? It's like an itch inside of you, right? An itch, something that itches something that you realize you're not in the right place. You know, you're, you're God, I, I don't know what it is. I have this itch. I feel that I need to be somewhere else. And if you need to be somewhere else, it means wherever you are, you're wasting your potential. We want that to be realized. Lord God, give me the grace to realize my potential. I don't want to itch any, any longer. I want to scratch, Lord God, and only you can do that. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you, Lord. I praise your holy name. I pray that you will give me the grace to realize all of my potential, Father, Lord God. Give me the grace to realize it, Father, Lord. I ask in Jesus' name, amen. Next prayer point is... Lord God, give me the grace to overcome all of my struggles. To overcome all my struggles in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you. I pray that you will give me the grace to overcome all of my struggles. Lord, I ask, give me the grace, Father. Things I've hidden, Lord God, I'm struggling with. Lord God, give me the grace, Lord God not to push them down deeper, Lord God, but to overcome them, Lord God, and bring them to the light and give testimony about them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to pray for all of our prayer points. I'm going to pray for Sandy. I heard from a wonderful Sandy uh, uh, today, right? So we're going to pray for her, going to pray for all of the prayer points. If you guys have got anything that requires prayer, email me. Um, I'm going to put this in and put it in the, the chat, although you should have my, uh, my email address, but email if you have any prayer points. Um, so we're going to pray for all of the prayer points from... Sunday, as you said, we're going to be praying for that all week long, and that's for Pilar's healing, um, Mary Lou's, um, 
brother uh, to be uh, um, to be healed, and um, that um, person that passed away, Crawley, for that person, family to be comforted, and any other prayer points that are unspoken. And we're going to pray for Sandy and what she's doing down there with her son. I know her son very well, Mike. And uh, for him to um, come out of this, uh, this center and be totally clean, right? This has been going on for a long time with him now. And as I said, all un other unspoken prayer requests. Uh, and there's a woman that I know, Lauren, and this is also unspoken. I'm going to pray for her too. So we pray. Father, I just thank you, Lord God. I lift up all of these prayer points, Father, that I've just mentioned, Lord God, and the ones I haven't, the unspoken ones, Father, Lord God. We lift them all up to you, Lord, for you to answer these prayers, Lord God. Father, your word says, Lord God, that the the fervent righteous the fervent prayers of a righteous man avail much so we are trusting father lord god that you will answer these prayers your word says lord that when we are coming to you we should come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain help and mercy in a time of need and this is a need father lord god we lift up pilar situation to you father lord god for full and complete healing, Lord God, and her family for full and complete healing. The family of this man, Crawley, Lord God, Jesus Christ, for comfort, Lord God. We pray, Father, Lord God, for Mike, Sandy's son, Father, Lord God, to be made clean, Father, to be made whole, Lord, in Jesus' name. We pray, Father, Lord God, Jesus Christ, for Mary Lou's brother, Lord God, for him to come to know you, Lord God, for him to get well, for him to become clean, Father, Lord God, and all of the other prayer requests here. We pray for Sunday to have a great time, a great vacation, Father, Lord God, and to come back safely, and anything else that's unspoken here, Father, and Lauren, Lord God, Jesus Christ, for you to answer her prayers by fire, Lord, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.